Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to Day 46 of Grace and Suffering, and we are on to the hope of eternity. Hope of eternity. Did I get it right? Absolutely, yes. Perfect. Yeah, this uh, we touched on it a little bit in the last few episodes. <clears throat> um, we mentioned that Jeff had asked me if I ever thought about the future, and my future was limited to like tomorrow or my earthly lifetime, right. and Jeff's future was eternity. And that just became clearer and clearer to me as he, you know, lived with more joy and satisfaction. He used to always say that this, uh, this life is just practice. Mm -hmm. And this is where we're learning um, to be people of God, learning to get close to God. Um, Not that things here don't matter, but what really matters is that we're going to spend eternity with God and what we do to try to get there. So, um, and I started thinking about what, what exactly does eternity look like? Um, and for me, I think it's knowing that, you know, this this life is temporary. And in reality, in the scheme of eternity, it's it can seem like an eternity sometimes right. when we're dealing with something really difficult. Yeah. But it really is a speck in time. And when I think about what Jesus went through and the immense amount of suffering that he must have endured for hours. I'm sure that felt like eternity to him as well because he was fully human, but yet he, he was willing to do that for us. And keeping that in mind just helps me to say, I I really think I, I think I can get through anything in this lifetime. Now there's some things that I know I don't want to ever have to face, but just keeping my sights and I've gotten so much better at it. Now I keep my sights more truly on being with God and what is it that I need to do here to be with God? Yeah. I think that if we're going to keep our hope on eternity, we also have to keep our hope on Jesus in the mm-hmm. now. Right. And, and, if, and, and because if we don't, we're really going to struggle because <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's one thing to say, okay, I have hope in eternity, but it is really easy to enter into despair in the moment, in the moment. Absolutely. And, and so we have to make that eternity, which is available to us, you know, through the grace of God present in the everyday struggles that we might be going through. And I have to confess, I still, sometimes when you're sharing your stories and you're talking about your experiences with Jeff and what you went through, I, I just don't think I can fully understand and comprehend, um, the depth of the struggle that you went through, the depth of the struggle that many people who are listening go through, and how easy it would be to um, lose hope at any given time in the process. And that's what's so beautiful about everything that we've been talking about, you know, from the sacraments to to community, to, to grieving, uh, to living in the moment. All of those things are, are all key elements to us remaining hopeful and and being able to allow the Lord to sustain us through this level of difficulty. Having said all that, I don't think I, even by a fraction, to be perfectly honest with you, comprehend what you went through, much less what Jeff went through. Yet certainly, I think I've mentioned this, if I were given the choice of you can have Jeff back and um, he never had ALS versus the growth that I think that I might have gained from that. Um, I'm afraid I would choose that I want Jeff back here because it's it's not something anyone would want to face. 
There are so many other things that friends are dealing with that I would never want to face. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's interesting when I think about eternity now, I have to be real careful when I talk about it because the the bottom line is, if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't have as much fun in this life really without Jeff. But, and so I, I tell myself, well, you know, whenever it's my time, I think I'll be okay with it. Now, granted, I'd rather not suffer uh, anymore in the process to get there. And I don't want people to think that I'm trying to accelerate that timeline of, you know, me being with God in eternity, hopefully. Um, But it's just a matter of it's, it's as Christians, that's what we're aspiring to, I think. And so for us to fear it and dread it, is very human, very natural because it's mm-hmm. the unknown. Right. However, the more I think about it and having had the opportunity to witness the way Jeff approached it, it doesn't seem quite as scary to me. Um, and I think that's a very significant thing that Jeff was able to do and to a way that he was able to serve others that we've talked about previously. Yeah. And that's something you hold close to your heart because you were very much in that whole Right. Process. I mean, you're you're a major part of this this entire story, and I as you were as you were talking, I'm just sitting there thinking that I can't remember what I was going to say. I'm just getting old, I guess. I'm, <laughs> I'm so intently listening to what you're saying that I can't. There remember you go. What you weren't even. Yeah, you weren't thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It'll hopefully come. <laughs> it'll to come me. back. Yeah. Well, I one of the things I was going to mention is. I have found that as, as speaking of getting old, that as we get older, we have a tendency to think about what our legacy is going to be. And I found myself thinking about what is my legacy? It was like, I feel like Jeff's got this great legacy and, and I don't want to feel like I'm competing. Like, Oh, I want to have this legacy. I want to leave a legacy. And I, and when I think about it, I'm like, well, you know, a lot of people, their legacy is in their kids because their kids have kids and then they have kids. And so like a part of you like continues on in this life, even when you're not here. And I'm like, okay, well that's not going to happen for me. And maybe I'll be some like stray thing on a family tree, but, and it's a little, I I can let myself get depressed if I think about that. And so I, I realized in that, in that thought process and that kind of evaluation, it's like, am I worried about, my earthly legacy, or am I really more concerned about my legacy in eternity? Right. And I, and as I thought about that, it really gave me a sense of comfort to think that it really doesn't matter if anybody in this life remembers me. If I never do anything great that makes a name for myself, um, I forget who it was that said it, but they're like, we're all eventually going to be forgotten <laughs> because right. several generations down the road, they may have known you were somebody's great, 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 great grandfather, but you know, are they going to know what you did? Are they going to know your name? So what right. really matters is that legacy um, in eternity. And I, in my mind, I'll be curious to get your take on this. I broke it down into two things. One, it's, you know, I want to spend eternity with God. So that's the most important aspect. Yes. But then two, a better legacy would be, whether I know it or not, but would be to have other people be in eternity with God because yes. of things that I did. And and so that made, I, I don't know, it just helped me with my sense of purpose. It helped me with my, and it it's not about making me feel better, but it just is that hope in eternity, I think, is much stronger in me than it ever was before. Well, I remember what I was going to say, and it, and it has to do with 
you know, you said you're not having as much fun in this life. So Father Charles Brendel, who passed away this past year um, at Crucios on Sunday Mass, would always ask if Jesus sent you to just save one person, would that be good enough? And everybody universally goes, well, of course, that would be great to bring one more person along with me. And so I think um, I think we have to redefine what it means to have fun. Absolutely. Right. Because um, the kind of fun you're having now is eternal. Right. And and, and honestly, uh, even with Jeff, when he was still here. Right. Y'all y'all had a lot of struggles, but it sounds like you had fun sometimes, too. But for me, listening to your story, the greatest joy is the fact that um, you've returned to the sacraments in this this beautiful and new way through this whole experience. And and Jeff is experiencing the sacrament himself in person. And so he's good. But but this idea of joy is like being able, like you said, to bring other people to Jesus, to bring people and help them to journey through this suffering. And so like in my ministry as a deacon, I mean, a, a lot of times I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm really tired sometimes from just doing things. And that's on me most of the time. But there's a great joy in in right. all of that, in the tiredness, in the struggle, mm-hmm. right? There is still great joy because I know that the Lord um, is using me um, to as a vessel to help minister to people. And that's what you're doing with all of this. And I think that's the, I, I don't know, it, I've asked people before, I was like, do you think about eternity much? And they kind of give me this odd look because it's right. like, I mean, I know I didn't used to. It's like, right. you know, as a as a younger person, especially in my 20s and 30s, it's like, I can't die yet. There's too many things I want to do. You know, there's things right. I want to see. Plus, I might miss something here on earth. My friends would be having fun without me. And, you know, and it's just so funny how, you know, I mean, one, as you get older, I, I, you know, most of us mature in our thought processes. but. Right. But it also is a maturity in, in our spiritual growth because it's great to believe in God, but he always wants us to come closer to him. No matter where we are, it could be like not even knowing him. He just always wants us to come closer. And and so that, that's been, it has been a joy actually to study more and to learn more and to all of a sudden things, because I like things to make sense and be logical and for me to be able to understand some of the things that I always wasn't certain about. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, we don't want to draw comparisons, right? If we, if we can help it between what our life used to be or could have been as compared to what it is, because the, what it is, is what it is. is. And and, and so the question is, is how do we allow and ask the Lord to enter into that so that his glory might be revealed, um, that we can serve him and, and have this purpose that you're talking about. You have, you have tons of purpose. I really hope that through this podcast and some of the things that you're doing, that the Lord is revealing to you your purpose. Because I'm going to tell you right now, this has great purpose. You know, even if it touched, as Father Charles Brendel said, one person, one person on this podcast is affected in a way that um, draws them closer to God and brings about healing in their life that's spiritual or whatever, maybe even physical. That is right. amazing. Right. That is, I don't know how we could ask for any more than that. I agree. And again, talking about the not compare, and I, I, I look at what I did as a career and think, oh, you know, that wasn't a, really a service career, but everything that I've done has brought me to where I am. <laughs> I, I think that's a really good point. I think a lot of times we can look back and think, well, this time was wasted or what I did in these years where I wasn't acting very good was wasted. Oh, no, no, no. 
The Lord makes use of everything, people. Absolutely. There is nothing that God will not make use of in your spiritual life when you open your heart up to him. From sin to suffering and everything in between, he can use it. Trust me, he will. It's how he ministers to other people Mm -hmm. is through us. And without our experiences, you know, it's really hard to talk to someone else. Right. So they all have value. They've all been redeemed. Um, And the suffering that we enter into has been redeemed as well. We just have to latch on to that. Right. Any other thoughts? My last thought was something you already touched on, and that is just that, um, you know, I I don't want to spend so much time thinking about eternity that I don't realize that God wants to bring heaven to earth as well. Amen to that. (laughs) Yeah, and and he, he, he wants to do that through you, through you, through me. And if we're open to that, that's exactly what he'll do. Very powerful statement. All right, let's close in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your Son who is our hope. Lord, help us to realize that we are called to bring hope to the world, that faith, hope, and love work together as their own trinity um, to help bring about salvation in the world. So Lord, maintain hope in our heart always, even in the midst of great suffering and difficulty. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Peace be with you. See you. Bye.